0: Came a long way, that's what the song said And I could do all things, I could do all things Yeah, I could do all things, yeah, yeah Hey, what's up? What's going on? And welcome to the Be Real Podcast where we keep it real on social issues, history, news, faith, and everything in between. It's your one stop podcast with thought provoking talk and real content. Now it's time to get real with your host, Brandon Mosley. I'm gonna tell you. That's why I got one time. I can do all things. Do all things. Yeah, yeah, came a long way. And, that's and that's the what song. I can say. say, and I can do all, things. And, can can do do all things. things, and I can do all things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came a long way. and that's, and that's what what the song. Say. say, and I can do all things. And I can do all things. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your host Brandon Mosey of the Be Real Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in once again. We have a special episode. My wife is back. My wife is back. Rosalind is back um, for part two. We had some really good feedback and some amazing questions that people wanted answered. Um, so we're here to answer those questions. But before we do that, I want to get into a special segment for Black History Month. So every episode this month, we'll have a small Black History Month moment. So the person I want to highlight is Octavius Caddo. So before Dr. King, before Rosa Parks, this man, during the time of the Civil War, he was born in 1839 as a free black man in South Carolina, moved to Philadelphia as a youth with his father, became an educator and also a principal of the male students at the institution Uh, for color youth. And this is the same man who pushed and pursued for African-Americans to fight in the civil war with Frederick Douglass originally being told no. And he pushed and, and opened or allowed 11 different companies to join the civil war. On top of all of that, he was a professional baseball player starting helping to start a league that became the Negro league try to integrate baseball was able to be a part of the first game played against a black and a white team. And on top of all of that, he pushed for voter rights to get African Americans to the booth with that being done. uh, There was some before he did that. He also was a part of trying to force integration of the, the different transportation in Philadelphia, public transportation. It got so far that his fiance got into it as well. And they were able to have judges get to a point where they started to find operators up to today's money, a thousand dollars for denying African Americans a ride on a trolley. So with all that he was doing, including pushing and pursuing voter rights, And voting registration. In 1871, once the African Americans received the vote after ratification of uh, the 15th Amendment. In 1871, when he was getting people to vote, the Democratic Party, the party bosses there, pushed and pursued the idea with Irish immigrants that African-Americans were trying to steal their jobs. And if you allow them to vote, they'll steal everything else. So they riled up Irishmen to go go out and accost, beat, and murder uh, black people who were in line, black men who were in line to vote. They killed six men, and one of them was Octavius Caddo. He stopped by the mayor office to try to um, explore, implore him to do something about it. And he told him, you better protect yourself. He went to go buy a gun with no bullets in it just yet. On his way home, um, a white guy who, a white Irishman who was on his way back home himself after, after fighting and beating up, uh, being a part of jumping African-American males saw him and recognized uh, Caddo as one of the leaders and turned around and shot him to death in the streets. Uh, he was only 32 years old, so only imagine how, what more he could have given to society. But just think about it. professional cricket and baseball player, a teacher, a war hero, a um, political activist, all before the year 1900. Think about that. So make sure you look him up. Thank you. It's time to enjoy the episode. So sit back, enjoy. We're back in the studio with a special guest, my wife, Roslyn Mosley. <laughs> yeah, that's her.
1: What's up, y'all?
0: How you feeling, Roslyn?
1: I feel good. How are you?
0: I'm blessed and highly favored.
1: Amen. Yeah, Happy uh, Black History Month.
0: Yeah, right?
1: It's Black Even History though it's month? Every, every day, every year for us. Oh, 365?
0: 365. I feel
1: it. And you know, it's um Love Month as well.
0: Sp- it is. That's- Spread
1: love, not germs.
0: Okay. <laughs> and that's why you're on the show right now. Um, I'm, I'm doing a couple episodes on on love. And I thought it would be best to bring you back because we had, you know, a lot of good feedback on that yeah. episode. They like you. I don't know if they like you more than they like me, probably. Um, oh, you're looking at me like that's the truth. So... <laughs>
1: No, I'm just, I just wanted to say, I appreciate the love.
0: Yeah. And, and we got some uh, questions actually sent in. So I want to go through them. There's about eight questions and kind of have a conversation about them and, and try to do our best.
1: Before we get into the questions, can I say one thing? Sure. I just wanted to shout you out. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Hold on.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to say, I'm so proud of you with all the work you're putting into your podcast. And I'm truly grateful to be in the Be Real studio once again.
0: (laughs) Oh, gee, thanks. (laughs) All right. Um, This is going to be an episode that I won't edit much. You're going to get the real deal with this one. All right, guys. So let's go with the first question. So a listener uh, sent in this one. Uh, We didn't talk about it in the first episode. Mm -hmm. Who said I love you first? I'm going to let you answer that. Um,
1: that's a tough one because I want to say you did because I I do know that I fall. I was falling for you fast, but I also had to be, you know, practical and make sure it wasn't just the initial infatuation phase. So I waited to say I love you until I heard it from
0: you first. I don't really (laughs) recall me saying I love you first because, you know, I don't know if I'm a I love you. First type of guy person. Okay. Um <laughs> if you say so. Um but since I can't recall, I'm gonna give it to you. I think it was just we knew it. Yeah. You know, it was just like it felt right. We're spending we, we met in college, so we spent so yeah. much time together. It was like this I thing feel has that's to be why it's,
1: it's not really memorable, like as far as who said I love you first, because it was it was just a, a mutual feeling, you know? Yeah. And Cause I, I, yeah, I don't
0: know. So fair enough. We'll, we'll call that even. We will call it even. Yeah. All right. So another question that I, I received through email was this: When did you realize your spouse was the one? So I'll let you take this first. Oh, you want me to go again? Go ahead. First? Okay. Yeah. You want me to go first? <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, that's a great question. I, I really, I really appreciate that question. Um, my initial response for that question will be the obvious answer. Um, I got blessed. I mean, I have a good man, but I can honestly say that we were um, we were uh, deeply, deeply um, in love, you know, and we got to know each other. Um, and over the years of dating, because we've dated. Uh, how long did we date before we got married? Let's see. Uh,
0: She's doing the math right now, y'all.
1: It was like what, five, five years, six Almost years? six. It six was almost six years. Almost six, almost six, six. years. Yeah. yeah. So we were dating for six years and we grew deeply in love with each other. And it just wasn't like did I do the math wrong?
0: I think it was <laughs> I think we got married going into our so it was six and a half six, years going six, into seven. seven. So yeah. Okay. Yeah, you close. Yeah, yeah, so I
1: mean, we fell deeply in love with each other and it just wasn't the physical love. It was um like that deep down unconditional love um that you look for in a spouse. And um you also had all the qualities that I was looking for in a spouse.
0: But when so. did you know, though?
1: When did I know? I knew. Um, I don't know, because I used to always I used to tell my roommate at the time, like, he's my husband.
0: Like when we first met?
1: Yeah. <laughs> like I was like, Brandon is Brandon's like husband material because I don't know, I just. Didn't want to waste my time dating at that time. I mean, like even though I was young, but like I was looking for a, a, a future spouse, and like you were, you were that guy.
0: At eighteen, she realized I was that guy. We just started dating. She's like, "Yeah, this this dude right here." So for me, like I I I think I, I I knew within like the first year or two that I was like this this like she I could see myself with her past you know just dating but i've all like as a man you kind of just like i don't mean being young too like marriage i ain't really i don't know about that just yet right and i remember one day and this is like we're probably like four or five years into this thing like and, and not saying i didn't think you were it it's just like i really just felt like it was time i think it's more this answer for me is more like i knew when it was time to ask you to marry me right i just woke up one day and i was just at peace it's like like peace that surpasses all understanding, right? Oh. I know, I know, I know, Amen. <laughs> and I just woke up literally feeling like I need to marry this woman. Yeah, and I and I, I made it my mission to save my money, and within a few months, you know, I, I saved what I needed to, and I, I, I got the ring. And that that's when that that's when I felt comfortable with, with saying this is it, right? Yeah, I think beforehand, deep down, I like in my mind, I knew, mm-hmm. but I was like. Not that I was unsure, it's just I wasn't comfortable with being sure yet because I was right. so young. Right. And I always felt like if I, when I got married, I wanted to make sure this was going to be a, a lasting deal. I, I, I'm i not a proponent of someone, not saying, you know, if you need to get out of a relationship, you need to get out of it. I just wanted to make sure when I, when I said I do, that it was going to be my first and last time and I won't ever have to say I don't.
1: Oh, I love you, Brandon.
0: I love you too. Boo.
1: <laughs> I love you too. <laughs>
0: and and that's just where I was at it I think that's part of the reason why um I had to feel very comfortable with comfortable. it you know um, confident as well confident very yeah. confident. not not like not afraid yeah. of being to get together because for sure we got married at the time we didn't think we were young but looking back yeah looking back you were 25 yeah i just turned 26 you just turned 25 i just
1: turned 25 and i
0: just turned 26 like 5 6 months prior yeah. so we were we we're like still young
1: But I didn't feel like we were too young to get married because we've dated for so long. And I felt like I, I like knew you like,
0: yeah, to forever,
1: forever. Yeah. yeah
0: It just felt, it felt right. Yeah. But you know, a lot of times there's a lot of pitfalls in getting married. Some people say, you know, young um or on a younger end. Yeah. I mean, I think we got married the classic okay age. Like our parents would be like the age they would, would say that generation would say it's okay. But in our generation, most people are getting married in the early thirties. Right. Um, and both being college educated and going after careers and stuff like that. It was just like I don't know, it just felt like it was the right time and I didn't it I didn't, wasn't forced. It wasn't forced. I didn't want anyone else. I didn't <clears throat> care. It was just like this is who I want to be. Right. And I wanted to make sure when I got married that was that's where my mind was going to be. Mm-hmm. So another question is what was the biggest fear at the moment you got engaged. Um, I'll take the first since you took the first two. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> for me and, and I haven't rehearsed any of these answers. I'm just trying to figure it out while, while we speak. Um, I think for me, the biggest fear was making sure we can have our dreams come true together.
1: Yeah.
0: And when I say about that, say that I said like, we, we wanted to make sure we got our home, um, we wanted to buy a home before we got married to make sure when, when Rosalind does move in, um, that she'll have a, a house that she can, she can call her own. Mm-hmm. Um, and we never lived together before we were being married. So that's why it was like a big deal that when we got together and got married, that it, it would be like the full, I don't want to say fairy tale or any of that stuff, but like what Roslyn expected and wanted. Cause I knew, I, I, I knew for a fact, Roslyn, you know, wanted things a certain way. So my biggest fear was that, like, not not succeeding in that part. Yeah. Right? And um, I think making sure we we came together and jailed right, throughout the process. Because, I, I I mean, watching those shows, which you used to watch, like, Four Weddings and Bridezilla and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I, <laughs> and I wanted to make sure, like, you had, I guess, the wedding you wanted and I knew that for you to have the wedding you wanted I had to kind of like let you do you the only time I really played any role with the wedding was what I was wearing because I wanted to make sure I I wanted to wear a certain um, outfit you know a certain tuxedo and the food because I'm like I want, I'm a critic. I want to make sure. we <laughs> yeah. So I, I showed up early for the cake tasting. For the cake tasting, everything. Yeah, anything dealing the with venue, the venue, eating mm-hmm. all yeah, the oh stuff. Yeah, you were there for the venue. I, I looked so, at all with yeah, you, yeah, um, you. Okay, go ahead. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, because no, I was just gonna ask. Hey, to that,
1: go cause go that was my answer to the question. Like I, I, I didn't. I felt like I didn't have any fears. Um, we were more so excited. I felt like when yeah. we got engaged, we were excited because we were so busy planning for the wedding. That was that would be honestly that was my fear, like the wedding planning. Like,
0: but here is the crazy thing: but, when we got back home to your parents' house after um, the engagement, after uh-huh. I asked you, yeah, you and your mom already started like planning, getting online planning. Yeah. I was like,
1: what? And then that following week, I was calling uh, venues.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cause we got married like about a little over a year later, like 13 months later. Cause I actually married me in June, right? Father's day weekend. Father's day Father's weekend. weekend uh huh. And we got married in July of the following year. Yeah. So yeah, that's no time. That's like, yeah, it makes cool. sense why you got it.
1: Yeah. But you know, I can see why a person would be, or individual would be be um, somewhat like fearful, you know, cause it's like fear of the unknown You know, of getting engaged or like a hesitation or, um, you know, because it's a change in life, a major, you know, a change in life. And it's something different. So um, if you have fear, though, while getting engaged, it's probably unhealthy. You think so? Yeah, because, I mean, this is supposed to be a person that... You call your soulmate, someone you're, you know, the candidate that's going to be your spouse, fill in that position to be your spouse. I feel like that's kind of unhealthy. And I would just say, you know, give it to God. You know, there's, um, there's pre-marriage counseling, you know. That's I w- Yeah, which is a huge part for those who have any doubts or worries or concerns that you may want to express. Um, but this is just a part of life. It's another stage that... Um,
0: can we say is it natural to have some apprehension like like in terms of fear like like when I'm saying that it's like you know the unknown because they always say you got to be ready got to be ready got to be ready you you can you can prepare yourself but are you ever truly ready because you don't know exactly what will happen but I think it goes down to like what we talked about in the last episode like communication and having that talk with that person and saying like hey I feel this or feel that I'm unsure about this or that And but if you're unsure about like big things like, you know, maybe religion, because you guys might believe different things or in terms of how to if you if I want kids or you don't want kids, whatever, maybe if you haven't had those type of conversations or about finances or about credit scores, whatever, maybe maybe you're not ready to say I do. And maybe you should hold off a little bit until you kind of have those conversations. Yeah,
1: that's true because, um, you're right. I guess you can say, you can have a healthy fear. Cause it's kind of like, you know, starting a new job or like when we became parents, it was a little bit of a healthy fear. Like, am I going to do well? Yeah. You know, you care that much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's well, you want to be successful in it. Yeah. So another question we received, um, that we didn't talk about in the last episode is, where did we get married? Go ahead, Roslyn, because you, you found the place. We went to, like, how many places did we go? Like, two or three? <laughs> it was
1: the second place. We second went place, we found our first ways. location that we... Well, okay. My mom and I, when we... um be, the, the first night we got engaged.
0: Didn't we? But beforehand, we looked at, like online we thought That's about other. Uh, about. okay go ahead my bad yeah no you're yeah. okay
1: you know no mm-hmm. um, it's my show okay <laughs> I, I understand that but i'm a guest okay. so as i was saying
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead guess
1: <laughs> okay no um that night you proposed to me my mom and i we went on the laptop and um we were looking at uh i'm sorry winery venues mm-hmm. in temecula I called. I believe that following Monday to figure out like the the charges because they, of course, keep that secret online. They want you to call and and view the venue. And um, for some reason, like I believe they're like the venue only held like maybe fifty people. Yeah, something like that. Now looking back, that probably would have been perfect.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. We had but, a wedding of like over two hundred people, I think. Yeah. And looking back, Roslyn was like, maybe closer <laughs> to about fifty would have been good. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Even though I'm so grateful and thankful for all they came out to share that special day, but that that was that was stressful. But um, and then like when was it? Maybe the following month or fo- weeks following that, you came down to San Diego and we viewed um a venue in Coronado coronado island mm-hmm. and was that the marriott
0: it was the Marriott. it was the Marriott. we liked the outdoor space but the indoor space was really dark
1: closed in no closed windows in, no windows and else. the crazy thing is is their venue should have had like a um a 360 type deal like with windows because their view was amazing, amazing. like water view yeah. And you really love you you didn't like that venue, you loved it because the option she gave you. Okay, here's the
0: option they gave me. <laughs> They're going to have me across the bay, okay, and put me on a boat and speed me into the wedding on a boat. So I was just like I was thinking and at the Miami time, my Vice, Miami Vice <laughs> like I love the show, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to be tubs. And I'm gonna come in super smooth yeah. on this boat and say I have arrived, and make the day not uh, not about me, but partially you about know, you. Spotlight me for a yeah, second, just
1: for a second. I, just for a second.
0: I have arrived, y'all. Let's start. <laughs> And, and I was like, you know what? That's dope. I appreciate you, lady. Let's let's sign up. then, and then they we took went a,
1: to the reception area and then we was like, nah. nah. Oh yeah, and then they were gonna have you getting dressed or no, I think I was gonna be getting dressed like in some type of closet or something. Yeah, it, was like I was a, like, it was
0: like a spot that gave you look like a it was like a a bathroom almost, but it, it was a private one, but it was tight. It, and I was like, yeah. So my
1: whole wedding party is supposed to get dressed in here? Like do you guys offer like a complimentary
0: room? No, <laughs> like, and that, I don't think that was a big note on that one because the room you can get we'll get because we were gonna oh, stay yeah. there anyways yeah, I probably. Yeah. I think I think the biggest thing was the reception place. I will call it a hall. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And the only windows were if you, when you stepped out of the room, there was windows overlooking the, the sea. Yeah. And we're like, well, if we're paying, we're paying to be on the sea on the water. Yeah, we should be able to see the water throughout the whole event. You know, yeah. What I mean? Um, the bahia you found. And it was in, what What's the part of, because you're in San Diego? Mission Beach. Mission, Mission, Mission Beach. Hey, that was, and I, we looked around and I was like, this is cool. This yeah, is cool. And, right
1: by SeaWorld.
0: And the funny thing is, mm-hmm. um, Tom Cruise stayed there when he was filming that Top Gun. Top Gun. Yeah. We had no clue until like two, three weeks ago and we were watching something about <laughs> Top Gun. She's never seen the movie, by the way. I have. And <laughs> we were watching like the, like the behind the scenes of Top Gun. I like 80s movies, Joe. I'm not going to lie to you. I love 80s movies. So Top Gun, and they was like, Yeah, every, all the cast stayed up. He was like, Bahia, Mission. Okay, that's where we at. Yeah. So it was right across the bay from um, uh, SeaWorld. SeaWorld. Mm-hmm. So they were going to have a. We could either get married on the beach or in a garden. Yeah. And what did you choose?
1: I chose the garden because I I, I remember the Bahia because my, my parents had a close family friend that got married there. But I was like a teenager, so I really wasn't paying attention to the location. But then when I um, found the Bahia, uh, when we were looking for venues, and then we finally went to go view the venue, I was like, oh my gosh, this place looks familiar. And it happened to be the close family friend that got married there, but they ended up getting married on the beach. And then I remember when we were walking from their wedding ceremony to the reception, we walked past the garden area, and I was like, "That is beautiful." And there was actually a wedding taking place at the time. And um, when our uh, wedding planner took us by the garden area, I was like, "This is it, yeah, this is it." It was just so like um, intimate. Uh, it was it fit it seated a lot of guests, but it just seemed like so small and intimate. secluded. Secluded, yeah. We had water
0: behind the you. The
1: like hedges were high. Yeah. The, the pond going and flowing. The trees. It was just beautiful.
0: It was like a magical garden. Yeah. Honestly, I felt like I saw a gnome running around, <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and like froze when I walked by. Like, hey, man, you was just moving. Um, then we had, I I think for me. I was just like, whatever you really like. To, yeah. Cause I know, um, I just felt like it was perfect to be in San Diego. And the best part was at a certain time in the evening, that there were going to be fireworks that day. SeaWorld fireworks. <laughs> fireworks. So
1: we had our DJ at the times, to, uh, to announce that the fireworks would be, cause we, we got the time schedule for the fireworks from SeaWorld and it happened to be around the time our, our reception was taking place. And our DJ announced, uh, Brandon and Mosley wanted to give you guys like a special treat. Turn around. There's
0: fireworks going on. I I, I'm not saying I told people I did it just to say I led them to believe whatever they wanted to in terms of that. And it was just like, Hey, you know, it's here. I'm here. We're here. It has to be because of us. Yeah. Um, And it was beautiful and they amazing food. The the only thing, only that I hated that we had to take so many pictures that I didn't get to eat any of the hors d'oeuvres, but I got to test them prior so they had like all this different shrimp and it was, it we was had our
1: derbs at our table, but they were cold. Yeah. And then by the online. time um, it was time to eat, like we weren't even trying to touch their d'oeuvres. We were eating our food.
0: And here's my advice, guys, make sure you slow down. When you get married, slow down, take it all in. Yeah. Don't go by it so fast because the day A is going to go by fast. And make sure you make it about each other. Because what happens is you make it about solely the guests and you spend so much time saying hi and all this stuff with the guests that you don't get to really enjoy. Make sure you eat before and eat during because you're going to be really hungry by the end of the night. So that's my little oh, thing. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we we're like we we're super starving. Um, and yeah, I love that. We, we found an amazing cake and it was like how many levels was it, was the it, cake? Oh, my gosh. I think
1: four. Four, four and tiers. Like,
0: and different type of flavors yeah. like i had we had red velvet i picked the red velvet definitely cause red so
1: velvet good. red velvet was for two tiers because red velvet was for our um year, anniversary year yeah, anniversary cakes. Year so cake so two tiers and there was a lemon raspberry i think yeah it was or, really refreshing and then there was the chocolate
0: yeah i'm saying this because i tried all three of them yeah
1: we sure did it but was. one thing about the bahia like everything it was like a one-stop shop included it everything was, she gave us um that was included with Chibari, the prize she chairs. gave us the um like the different bakeries mm-hmm. so i looked at of course looked at the reviews of the bakery then i picked out the bakery yeah, that
0: happened to be the best bakery in yeah. san diego so they had to deal with themselves mm-hmm. like that it's like this is a place yeah um, for sure so i i felt really good on the wedding day i i felt good i felt like i looked good you know, you thank you. I was waiting for that. Um, you look up amazing as well, of course, <laughs> Rosalyn. That, that goes without saying. Um, Thanks. we've made it like I remember getting our video back, and we're gonna move on. I know we're talking about it, but I remember getting our video back, and I thought of, I was thinking like 90s type videos, like the whole deal and it was like an action shot like mini like like five minutes of everything this is when it was this this, they weren't making videos like this just yet right Mm -hmm. and hd quality i was like oh this okay this is like a movie
1: you know how old this is is when i found our videographer on craigslist yeah
0: (laughs) now this guy's like super big and super expensive yeah um and we got him (laughs) when he he was on his way up so yeah Thank you for that. I think. Thanks, Dylan. Shout yeah, out to Dylan. Dylan. Dylan Stockham. Yeah. Somewhere out there, look him up. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, So, here's the fifth question. Okay. How has your marriage been during COVID nineteen? You want to go or?
1: Yeah, I'll go. Um, I have to say that the quarantine time has been a blessing for us. Yeah, A true blessing uh, We've learned how to really like savor And take in the quality time with one another yeah. And um, this, this experience has been Nothing short of a continuous Growth both independently And um, collectively um, You know we've learned To not only live during the Pandemic but actually flourish as a, comp- a Couple excuse me uh, I mean I picked up a trade
0: What trade did you pick up?
1: I'm a barber now <laughs>
0: Hey guys, I don't, I don't appreciate that joke. <laughs> Me too. I cut my son here and, and I give him actually like a nice little taper and stuff like that. I get a straight, even cut all the way. Oh, she started to finally like fade the back of my head a little bit. And, and I'm not saying I'm vain or anything like that, but I'm used to getting a haircut every one to two weeks, two weeks max. And it's always like a, a drop fade for those who don't know. It's like the, um, um, I'm not gonna say who who haircut it's like, but it's 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 faded around up and moving. It's very it's 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 a nice haircut. Okay, it's always nice. And to go from that to like
1: You're talking
0: about your drop fade, my drop fade. Oh, okay, yeah. To go from that, I called it a drop fade. Oh, I'm to sorry. go from that to this, but you know, I, I appreciate Roslyn because it's even. You know, the the lineup is getting very strong. My
1: lineup has always been strong.
0: My oh. lineup game. Okay, Ros. Mm-hmm. Um. So I mean. It's doable. In between, I picked up a hobby of buying hats and <laughs> and beanies. Um, so now I used to never wear hats, like especially like in class or at work. I always wear like professional clothing Monday, the Thursday, Fridays, whatever. But now it's just like okay, when my hair is growing and I don't I'm like just I'm not going anywhere. I'm throwing on the hat. Yeah. So yeah. I
1: mean, in, I mean. Also, I, I'm a, I'm a lunch lady. Yeah, you know I'm always cooking lunch for my boys. I help. Yeah, you do. I was I was gonna say that, okay. and I'm just I'm just proud of us. Like we we gave up fast food. It's been a almost a year, nearly March. a year. March will make
0: a I think year. like March 10th or 11th was last that time. we have
1: not ate out, spent any money on eating out, any yeah.
0: last fast food place we went to, and this is not even yeah. a good way to even like say goodbye to fast food. It was Del Taco, and it's we're a quick grab a quick grab because we had a meeting at our son's school and I had to get back to work okay. it was the last day of work unbeknownst to me I knew I knew deep down inside after Disneyland closed I was like this is it
1: and the NBA shut
0: down yeah NBA shut down was the night before mm-hmm. Disney was that morning and I told all the kids this is it like I was Michael Jackson like this is it y'all <laughs> they are like what do you mean I was like alright you'll see and the thing they were going to be closed for um, just, Two weeks. Yeah, right? I'm like this for might be the break, until yeah, I like, this break. might be the rest of the year because they're not going to school. But anyways, we did Del Taco, yeah. and um, I haven't had fast food since then. I haven't touched the thing. Um, yeah. for me, how our marriage has been in COVID has been fun. Like I don't know. Like I enjoy being with you all the time and yeah. with my with our kids. Yeah. Um, when I get into my office, it's just me working. And, um now they've moved their their work space upstairs it used to be like downstairs in our bedroom and they they have their my son and, and my wife will be doing work and I'll come down and visit now they moved it upstairs in the loft right next to me kind of which is fine so I I enjoy coming out and seeing them and having fun and just we laugh we enjoy each other it, it hasn't been a burden it hasn't been like hasn't been weird or nothing it's no. just you I know,
1: you know. At the beginning, for me, it was a little hard just trying to adjust with just having a. Uh, we had our newborn Bryson, and easier for me. Like I have a schedule now, and I'm on that, so that that makes it a lot easier for me. But at first, I was a little overwhelmed, and um, yeah. I think I'm,
0: it's because Bryson would wake us up three times a night.
1: That's there. You have it. That's what I'm saying. He was. He's getting a little older now. He's on a schedule. Yeah, so. he's
0: sleeping all the way through, and and like. Brandon Jr. wasn't like that. He, he, we would have to, when we first had him, he came out like, what, over 10 pounds, 10.8 pounds. Yeah. Big baby. And he was, came out almost the size of a man. And <laughs> we, he lost like a pound or so in a few weeks or a week or so because, we didn't know we we're new, new to this thing and we thought okay when the baby's hungry they're just gonna cry and we we'll feed them and da, da. he was the type that he was sleeping
1: brandon was all about his sleep
0: all about his sleep then until we start waking him up he became all about his food and he'll just wake up like and just tap you like hey it's time Man. so it was never like he 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 was very how can i say he'd never try to be inconvenient like to yeah. us, he was just very thoughtful, baby. Right, and Bryson's
1: <laughs> the total, total opposite. Obviously. He's so needy. He
0: doesn't care. <laughs> and babies are needy, but he's yeah. like, you know, he, yeah. He, Brandon was more like, "I'm here, just just feed me when you can," type deal. Yeah. Bryson's like, "I need it now, and you're gonna fill <laughs> it and hear all of it until I get exactly what I want. And if you're feeding me too slow." I'm going to make sure you hear about it.
1: Oh, he's screaming.
0: Yeah. So Bryson was waking up at first like two, three times in the evening, um, like two, three in the morning. And now, thank God, he, he may get about six. I get the bottle and mm. give him his bottle. Then he finishes bottle. He throws it back at me. <laughs> and he goes back to sleep. <laughs> like, like here you go, G. Thanks. Yeah, enjoy that.
1: But, um, you know, We've been each other's encouragement as yeah. well and voice of reason when times got hard, you know, considering that um, I've lost three family members in a span of nine months. Um, you've truly encouraged me, babe. And, you know, it's tough just, you know, with the changes in this uncertainty time. It's just that's the only thing because I can't go to my family and see yeah. them and, you know, um, just be you know, each other's strength and rock in person, but thank God for FaceTime and, you know, the phones, pick up the phone and call. But I mean, that's, that's, that's been tough. And, you know, I feel like our goal has never been to just make it through this pandemic, but our goal has been to lift one another up through um this pandemic and yeah. to even higher levels.
0: Yeah. And I think yeah. the biggest thing is for us that as being believers, yeah. um, we, we, keep God in our forefront and Definitely. like we said that's our meeting table yeah. God is and a lot of prayer a lot of trusting um, and communication and, and, and being thoughtful
1: Yeah,
0: the best way you can because you know we're human we're going to say things or do things that the other may not like but we have to be very thoughtful in knowing that hey I need to fix that I need to change I need to speak to you and, and, and understanding that you know this is new to both of us, you know, yeah. and Roz and losing her uh, three close family members, all uncles. Yeah. Um, was tough. And, uh, and they were my family too. So, um, cause we, I mean, they took me in like family. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's, it's insane to think about that, that this is consistent. And even us losing people, we know personally, or I knew yeah. growing up because of either COVID or whatever else, um, I think in, the, in that nine months, I mean, that's like seven people that, all together that I know that I know and that passed away. And some of them were mentors, some of them uh, were friends. So yeah. um, life is like I, I keep saying, and I, I will continue to say life is like a roller coaster and just like a roller coaster. You can't just jump out. You got to put your hands up and ride the ride. Yeah, And that's what we've been doing and giving it all to um to God. God yeah. You know, and it's precious. Yeah, life is real precious. Life is and and please make sure you understand <laughs> that don't take life for granted because you just don't, don't know. know. Mm-hmm. Um so with that being said, here is another question we received. How do you guys handle disagreements? So let me to take this one?
1: You want me to? Or yeah?
0: I feel like you want to. No no disagreement here. I'll let you go ahead.
1: No. <laughs> No, because you were getting your mic ready and everything. So. Oh, I that my mic ready? Okay. You want me to do it or you? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I feel like when there's a disagreement, we handle it right then and there. Yeah. We handle it right then and there. Because if not, things will get bottled up. Especially me. If I don't handle it right then and there, it'll get bottled up. And I'll be mad at something that happened three weeks ago. And um, it'll never be addressed. And then it happens again and again. And again, and I'll never address it. And I'm up, like, up to here with it. And Brandon's just walking around like. <laughs> what?
0: Why you have me sound like I'm I'm
1: just saying. Well, like, you'll just be walking around having no idea. Enjoying my life. Enjoying your life. <laughs>
0: So that means you you just let me know. You let me into something that you consistently walk around with (laughs) a grudge. Are you mad with me right now? No, I'm
1: just saying. And
0: and you just see me as like, do, 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 (laughs) do, like I'm cold for Martin. Like, that's, I don't think of anything but happiness. Like, (laughs) like what?
1: Like, you'll have no idea. I'm saying this happened before, Brandon. I'm sorry. This happened before. Like, do you want me to say what it is or do you want me to keep going?
0: What are you talking about?
1: I'm saying like, say like after the shower and you leave your clothes on the floor and I'm like, babe,
0: oh, you're really you think, going
1: in. I'm just saying, I'm like, you, you're trying to blame me but I'm saying I'm trying to keep it in.
0: You, you know what? I'll leave that in. You know, I'll leave, I'll, I'll leave the hate that you just brought me. No, in. it's
1: not hate, it's all love. Can, can, can,
0: can, can we just, just for a okay, second I'll keep here. Going. For a second here. Okay. If I, I, yeah, I leave clothes on the floor here and there, you know it happens. But
1: then I ask you nicely, can you please pick those clothes up?
0: And what I do, I pick them up. Don't, don't dare. <laughs> and then I
1: ask you again, can you pick those clothes up? Because normally, and then a lot of times I'll pick it up because I'm just like I don't, I don't feel like repeating myself.
0: I've might have seen you done it like once, Brandon. Okay. I don't know about you right now
1: I don't know about you right now. but I'm just saying like you'll walk around not having no idea what's going on so that's why I said it's it's we have to be direct you know yeah, like I me mean, asking you to pick it up multiple times that's being direct
0: I think I think um I think you you, you you're you're reliving it right now
1: okay so I'm sure <laughs> And so so I say this, I make sure to always communicate and always be direct because one thing that Brandon um always tells me is it's okay um to like tell him exactly what's wrong. Like let me know what's wrong and then you go on and say like help me find a solution, you know? Or allow me to help you find a solution. I just feel like um that's really helpful and it works and um you really got to listen to your spouse y'all that's key
0: so how do we <laughs> handle disagreements like what just happened here um
1: <laughs> it wasn't even a disagreement
0: uh, i'm i can
1: okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna let can you talk. i finish i apologize
0: i apologize be real oh be real is not my name that's the name of the podcast thank you very <laughs> okay. much
1: i i apologize be real podcast host <laughs>
0: My wife is a, a comedian. She's going to be once the once the world opens up, she's going to go on the road. But anyways, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I think for us, I mean, hey, I don't hold grudges like I don't I'm not the type to be upset for a long time. Um, I'm here to attest to that. He really doesn't hold grudges. And I, I think that the biggest thing is not to hold grudges. Be honest. Yeah. Be upfront. And communicate and and be willing to apologize and, and change and try to fix habits. I'm trying to fix that. I, I believe I've gotten better with the clothes on the um, floor. Um, I, I've the pile doesn't get as big as it, it used to. It's no longer two or three days. Now it might be a day worth and I, I think that alone is pretty good. I think what hurts me is now Junior is trying to do the same thing. Like he'll take off clothes right away and just throw them right on the floor where he's at. I'm like, hey man, you can't do that.
1: And then his his little underwear is stuck in his pants. Like, yeah. like you gotta take his pants I think that's like a first. little boy thing.
0: I guess I don't do that. So I don't, I don't know. think.
1: No, you don't. But so it's like in the middle of my 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 bedroom floor. Like, really, go put yeah. these in your hand. Bring your bedroom.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Um, so I think that's a part of it. But I think overall, it's just like I don't. I don't. I don't take things to a point where it's where it's to the next level of our disagreement. We never get to that like a a extremely crazy shouting match where we're about to kill each other or anything. It's like that's not that's unhealthy. uh, Yeah, It's unhealthy. We're friends. So friends have disagreements all the time. Yeah. It's about talking it through being real with each other. And sometimes it's okay to be angry and, you know, let that anger out. And in, in, in the conversation and, and, and go from there, not being disrespectful, not being rude, just this is how I feel. And that's OK. Um, and that, I think that's that's how we handle it. And yeah. and we're honest with each other. I think that's so key. Just being honest, just
1: being honest, communicating, being direct.
0: Yeah. So um, here's another question we have. OK. It's um, a podcast listener actually asks us this. Uh, And this is what they said. I don't mean to be too personal, but did having kids affect your finances? This is probably the biggest thing that's holding back my husband and I uh, from having kids. So I would say first, um, of course, having kids will, will have an effect on your finances in terms of trying to save. Yeah. Um, for college. I mean, let's be real. The, 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 dream is that your kids can go to college and, and you're able to pay for it. Now it's having two, two children. I think that's one of the biggest um, stresses that we have in terms of savings. And, and that's the case in America because the ever rising cost of higher education, which has something has to be done with ensuring that the cost of education is brought down and stuck and stays at a minimum because it shouldn't, you shouldn't have to mortgage your whole life to go to college right. and to become a, a more viable choice on the job market. That that's a part of, I, I think the, the welfare of America having options and opportunities and access to higher education. So that's one thing. Um, the second thing is, you know, the diapers and all that stuff. Yeah. It's going to cost more, but I mean,
1: unless you want to do cloth diapers, but who wants to do
0: I didn't cloth? know this was seventeen eighty
1: nine. I don't know. I mean, some people, you know, prefer cloth diapers. That right there will save you a lot
0: of money. Yeah, I'm good. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I think for me, I really think that yeah, they're going to cost, but they're definitely worth it. Um, I, I'm not going to say you have to be hundred percent ready, but you should be prepared. Yeah, and, and, and you know, um, and when I say prepared, like have some money saved up. Um, I always say you should have like, you know, three or six months worth of savings just in case something bad yeah. happens in life. And once again, that's not easy in America because the average American doesn't have enough money saved up if you have two flat tires. yeah. So once again, it goes with wages. It goes with spending. It goes with um, more access to opportunities. So there's a lot that needs to be done in terms of America to get people that opportunity. We're just blessed to be where we're at to do that. Um, I think I think it does affect your finances, but it's worth it. Um, but also have to make sure your marriage is, is ready for it as well. Um, I think you can be more than just prepared. I think you could be ready in terms of your marriage, just knowing that 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 child is going to take up a lot of space and time and they're going to be the focal point for some time. And that and that's it's OK. That costs
1: cost time as well, yeah, not just money. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: that's the that's the biggest cost is the time. Um, and on the finance side. Just if you guys both have, are you both gainfully employed, Mm -hmm. you you should be okay.
1: Right. Yeah. But, and then also, um, as far as the finances, too, uh, breastfeeding or formula feeding has a big effect um, on that because formula is so expensive. Yeah. And um, if you're able to breastfeed, I highly suggest you breastfeed.
0: Yeah. That's going to save a lot of money for you. Yeah, definitely because some good formula is like 50 bucks for like some yeah, organic for a, type for a can.
1: And um yeah, but our kids are truly a blessing. They bring joy in your life, man. I love my boys.
0: Yeah. Those are my guys. Yeah. Um I think I think they make our family whole. Yeah. I can't I can't imagine not having them.
1: Cuz they we've had them for so long. Well yeah. Brandon, or a child we had a child for so long. It seems like for so long. It's been five years, but it just seems like so long. Like like the other day when I told you this I was like, I don't even know what it felt like without kids. I don't, kids. Remember. I I don't, don't remember.
0: remember. And it's crazy. We were going on eight years of marriage and Brandon will be six in June mm-hmm. and our anniversary is in July, so eight years. So we went on our anniversary, our first year anniversary trip. <laughs> then by the by the second anniversary, we had Brandon, mm-hmm. so crazy. Think about some about growing. those cruises. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Something in that water. Yeah. Um. Because we and then uh, we had Bryson after we a had another cruise. Then we had our other. bit be- it's really something. It's something in the water and the food. Yeah. It's definitely that. Um. <laughs> and I'm, I don't know, man. And these these boys, I I, I love them. I love I uh, next level type of love with them. Yeah. They're my everything. So I think that's that, Yeah, they're worth it. They're worth it. There's nothing I wouldn't do for them. Um, So I'm I'm not, you know, that's why I'm so amped to like save up for them and help them. And hopefully that they go to college and they won't have to have what I had. Like I worked full time and I also was at one point I was taking 18 units and working full time. So working 40 hours at Nordstrom selling shoes and trying to make sure I pay for college and pay for it apartment and pay for a car note and all these other things um it was stressful right and and i don't think i don't think i was able to properly enjoy the
1: college experience
0: college experience the Mm -hmm. way i needed to and also um be able to you know take advantage of that college opportunity like i could have um grades are fine um but it took a whole lot to do that. Your grades were excellent. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I think I graduated with like 3.8 or something like that. Oh, um
1: <laughs> Brandon Hey, Brandon is just you're just smart man. No, I don't. No, you it's are. hard work. I mean, yeah, I know, but you're very intelligent, Brennan. Yeah, because I, I always <laughs> always think back. We're going on a tangent, but I always think back in that biology class we. Oh had
0: man, together. we had a bio class together, and this is like our second <laughs> the second semester of her her freshman year. Mm-hmm. So we were together for a couple months now, and we were just like man, extremely wide open. Yeah, that's urban talk for being extremely in love, <laughs> and we we're we we're just so in love, and we we're just like. I don't want to go to bio class. Let's go eat breakfast together or or IHOP or uh, Coco's Cocos. (laughs) and look at each other and just enjoy waffles. Right. (laughs) And we didn't go to class at all.
1: At all. We've only went like what? Once, twice.
0: I think I went test days.
1: Well, Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry.
0: So maybe
1: a handful of times.
0: I didn't do any reading. I didn't do any of the work any of the papers because I looked at it and I said well most of it's tests so I should pull and this is like one of my own. this is like probably my one of my only C's period I'll pull the C you got a C? I got a C
1: oh I thought you had a B
0: I think I got a C I gotta go back and look at my transcript you think I got a B I I really think you got a B because
1: I don't even was it an F? don't know (laughs) I don't want to tell you a I don't know. I'm okay. Cause I, a. I retook the test. I mean, I, excuse me, I retook the class and I ended up
0: with a B. Because you came. Um, yeah, I did. And I was just, I don't know how, it might've been a B. You might be right. It was,
1: but the thing is, is the class this the first time we took the class together, the biology class together, it was in the um welch hall. Yeah,
0: it was a big class, the big like class. So you're easy to get lost, and I'm like, mm. it was like over three hundred kids. Yeah, four.
1: and then so the second time I took the class, it was m- more of a smaller class, and I was able to focus.
0: And the professor was like ninety nine years old. Yeah, she was she, old. She had the mic. Even <laughs> with the mic, you still couldn't hear her. Um, She never lectured standing Poor up. Lady. She was on the stage sitting down. She was, I mean, I, the couple of interactions I had with her, she was fine. Um, <laughs> I don't i don't even think she was very cognitive of us even being there or not. Of so, course not. I mean, it was impossible. When I did come, I sat right in front. You did. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you sitting in front? <laughs> That's what you do, right? What's Sit what? in front. So I sat in front, I mean, and just took the test, turned it in, It was out. And I wonder why I didn't look at your test. I probably wouldn't let you, I know. you you're know. Me. <laughs> 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 cover my page. Like, no, get your own work done. No, seriously. That's I probably, probably why that. I probably did do that. <laughs> so I can't get caught. I'm not, I'm not getting kicked out of school for you. I love you, but it's a reality guys. Yeah, um, But
1: if you're, if you're, um, Indecisive of having kids, like you, you're not too sure. I'm saying this: if you are financially stable and if your marriage is strong and stable, I highly suggest kids.
0: Yeah, if yeah. you can pay your bills on time yeah. and you got a little left, you got some leftover, and and mm. or you there's places where you can cut spending, and you know you yeah. can, like maybe not um, buying those clothes and shoes or going out as much. Yeah. Um, Roz just made a face because she she was. In terms of buying clothes and shoes when we first got married, I mean, Mm -hmm. you still do, but like it was next level. Like, literally, I would come home and it would be boxes of stuff like that was shipped or. I've
1: gotten better. Now I spend my money on the boys.
0: Yeah, but you still like. Literally, there's still boxes that come every day. (laughs) I don't know where, like Amazon, Macy's, whatever. You know, Target's my jam. Target. You you have me in the drive up like twice a week. (laughs) I do. Like. Like, man, it's crazy. But I think we, we saved a lot of money by not going out eating. Yeah, That's one. Um, I mean, we, we, we're we very, very, and I don't know, we we really set out and plan, like, what our monthly bills are. We know exactly what they are. It's
1: important to check and balance.
0: Check checks. You hear checks and balances? Yes. And, like <laughs> we're the government. And um, we make sure we save money every month. Mm-hmm. I mean- I think it's important. We, we have a nest egg, we have a rainy day. Yeah. And, and that just, that took time. Um, it took time and, you know, we got our credit where we need to. And it's just like, it, it's good being in a, in the in the right place yeah. and being responsible, I guess you can call it. Um, but everyone doesn't have, I'm going to say, the, those opportunities to, to be there because they're playing behind the eight ball yeah. their whole life. And I remember playing behind the eight ball myself in yeah, it. Yeah, for sure. And education really helped me even it out. But education was really expensive. Um, I was blessed to pay for half of my undergrad mm. myself, or almost half, but mm-hmm. until the recession hit and like mm. it was all bad then. Yeah, um, that was tough. It was really tough. Then my master's degree as well. So, I mean, everything was a sacrifice and it cost a whole lot. And, and I can imagine those who can't have that, can't make those sacrifices that really want to improve their lives. And they can't because the cost of either trade school or the cost of college. And I just once again, I implore our our civic leaders to really look into that. Yeah. I think it's really important to to try to keep the price of education that are fair um, and equable place. But our last question that we received it is this, any tips on keeping the spark alive while having kids. So for me is just making time for each other, yeah. loving on each other, um, treating each other, um, as if that person is a prize, you know, um, It's a blessing to have you in my life. Um, The Bible says a man who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. Um, So I I want to treat you as if you're my favor. Um, And I think that's how we kind of keep the spark alive and and always telling you you're beautiful, even though when you you think I'm only saying that because you want something. No, I really, (laughs) I mean, then I want something every single day, three times a day. Right. Um, Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm just, that's just, that's just me. Um, I, I love hugging you and showing you affection. He really does. Like I'm, I'm all, I'm just, <clears throat> and that's why COVID has been so tough for me because I'm a really like type of person. Like I like to put my hand on your shoulder and like, Hey, how you doing? Handshake. Yeah. Handshakes. I, I, I would, I would shake any hand. Um, I remember when feeding homeless people and or houseless people, um, and people are like why you, you shook his hand, you don't I'm like, it doesn't matter, it's respect. It's mm-hmm. like <clears throat> um I love people, so I want them to know and feel that. And it's like I think that's for me, and I know that it's not that the question It's just that's been the toughest part of COVID for me. So just not get being able to, you know, touch people, right? Yeah. So
1: definitely. yeah.
0: But just showing our affection that way with my wife.
1: Yeah. What keeps the spark in our marriage? I feel is um, date nights. You've got to get away from the kids. Okay, Amen. <laughs> you got to get away from the kids, and um, don't just hope that it's going to happen um, on its own. You have to schedule it. Yeah, it's important to schedule it. Find a babysitter or have a family member m- and make it happen.
0: I say don't schedule romance, but schedule the 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 time to yeah. foster romance.
1: Right, 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 right. And, um, you know, and, you know, with COVID and stuff is kind of hard, but I mean, we've, We've did our we have our movie nights together, or we'll go out in the backyard, get in the spa, go get in the spa, soak in the spa, turn on some music and stuff like that. You know, we we have to get creative, and you know we've done that. But um, prior to uh, COVID, we would try new restaurants. Uh, We would we used to go bowling, and then we used to really love that uh, movie theater with the uh, the dining experience.
0: Yeah, and Jamaica. Yeah, that was, that was
1: nice. That movie theater was every. Or was that Mir- that's Marietta? Marietta. That Marietta. Mm-hmm. Or even, um, you know what I enjoy doing too, babe? What? Going shopping. Yeah, that's a really nice date. <laughs> that's good too. Like um, the other day or last weekend when we went um, to Lowe's and got some, you know plants and flowers and stuff are my little garden yeah that was cool i enjoyed that you know or try something that you've both never done together try something new yeah i, I agree yeah. you know just to get away and remind each other why you fell in love in the first place and um if you want to take it to another level go on a trip but uh, unfortunately you know that's due to covid restrictions um, we were unable to do that, but we were getting in our groove. We were getting our groove back to taking our our yearly trips.
0: Yeah, I wanted to go to Europe. Yeah, I haven't so, been. Mm-hmm. We've been going to all these Caribbean islands and yeah. stuff like that. But, uh,
1: but it, I mean, if you can't, you know, afford or you can't um, take a trip, like go to Palm Springs. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do a, a staycation. Yeah, somewhere
0: mm-hmm. close. Go somewhere close. Wherever you live in the in the country, somewhere. I'm I'm pretty sure there's some small resort or something like that that you can take two days. Away from the kids, yeah, um, and or I at just least a night.
1: Yeah, I feel like just us having our personal time with one another, like whether it's taking a trip or just laying up in our bed together. Yeah, it me, you know, man. it's just it just makes our marriage so much better.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say about that um, other than I agree. I, I just need you and me. Yeah, and I'm good. I can figure the rest out and i think that's that's where a good relationship should be you shouldn't need so you shouldn't need too many external things to enjoy each other because enjoyment should be already connected with that relationship and and once again it goes back to being believers we believe when you get married you become one. one um so we're not exactly the same there's different pieces of ourselves that connect to become this better unit and i I feel overjoyed and completed when I'm with you. Yeah. So I don't really need, I don't need much. Now the other stuff just takes it to another level um, because it's personally fun to me to go places and do things.
1: That's, uh, that's like, that's like kind of biblical. Like you said, like joy is like within the inside and then like happiness is external. the sur- external. Yeah. what surrounds you? Like yeah. when we go on the trips, that's happiness, yeah. but the joy is just, no being, matter what. No matter what. No matter what no happens, matter what.
0: up and down, mm-hmm. this joy that I have, yeah. the world didn't give it to me. The, the world, world can't, can't take, take it you. away, Amen. which means no matter what happens, no matter what's going on, that internally that it's it's sound, it's complete. And no matter what people say or do or what occurs around our relationship, we're still going to have joy within our relationship. And we we do other things to find the happiness And I I think I'm happy And I'm joyful And I think together That makes A wonderful connection So I love you I love you too, Brandon I'm going to give you One more of these And we out Welcome to another Be Inspired moment I want to use a quote From Coretta Scott King Dr. King's wife And she says Hate is too great A burden to bear It injures The hater More than it injures The hated In today's society, there's so much going on. And this being the month of love, I wanted us to think about the idea of letting things go. Allowing people to A, redeem themselves and B, to not allow what someone else may do affect who you are and affect the way you feel. Because hatred is a poison. It's something that we hold on to and we allow it to control our everyday actions, our thoughts. And that's a scary place to be. And I've learned for myself that I rather give that hate up and give that anger up and move forward. Because what it does, it creates a stop still position. And you will continue to be in that position stagnant instead of growing and becoming better. And it will does it will end up doing more hurt to you, more pain to you. It'll keep you up at night. It won't allow you to become the person that you need to be. So stop hating. Let it go. It's too much of a burden and embrace love. Thank you. Am I closing simply? I'm happy to be married. I'm happy that I found Rosalind. And I pray that you find the same. And if you have, I'm happy for you. But what's really important for, I think, every couple to realize that your love is just that, your love. And our love is ours. Which means make your life, your relationship, your own. And do the best at it that some say it's a lot of work and I would like to say it's a passion project that I'm passionate about it so it never actually feels like work but I'm putting it I'm putting the effort in every single day to make it the best possible so with that being said remember there's no bad days only bad moments so make sure you make it a good day God bless yeah yeah we came a long way. That's what the song said, and I could do all things. I can do all things. Yeah, I can do all things. Yeah, yeah. We came a long way. That's what the song said, and I.